Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad, a podcast where I discuss the things that make me mad. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 80 of the podcast. That's right, the podcast is 80. That's pretty up there in age. Not saying that it's old in any way possible, but 80 is... It's a new digit, that's for sure, but episode 80 of the podcast, currently recording this up in my room, I have the window open, I hear the birds chirping, I don't know if you guys will be able to hear the birds chirping in the pocket, I hope you do, because that's what I do a lot here, I come on and I just do a lot of chirping, and so I got the window open, nice breeze coming in, perfect Memorial Day weather today, a little cold and a little chilly up in Wisconsin for the past couple of days. Uh, but it's good good weather on a, a holiday uh, where we remember um, our veterans and we thank them uh, for helping us uh, be the free nation that we are able to enjoy a lot of things that we take for granted. So I just want to take the time and say thank you to all the veterans and thank you for your sacrifice. Uh, something that I feel like is often lost a lot on Memorial Day. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's Memorial Day, it's an extended weekend. Let's uh, go out and party and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well... You can do that, but just remember who helped get you that extended day. So just please take time and be like, thank a service member if uh, there's someone in your family, uh, or just take time uh, to uh, learn about it. So one of the things when I was watching the Coca-Cola 600 last night, shout out to NASCAR, um, one of the things I like that they do is they do uh, the where they take everyone down pit road uh, after like stage one or stage two. And they park the cars uh, for a minute and uh, do a rem- remembrance, a uh, moment of silence to honor the phone. And I think that's really cool. Um, and so they had a lot of, um, each car had uh, a member of the military uh, that was lost in battle. And they had talked about, I want to say all of them, each one uh, got their story on air. And so it was uh, really touching to uh, hear all the stories. And then also, too, it was kind of cool. Or, I mean, good news, I guess, as good as it can be, uh, where they're showing all the lives lost in battle this year, uh, was a lot lower than recent years and continues to go down. So hopefully that can continue going down. Uh, so just, again, please take the time and remember uh, who in helped install uh, the freedoms for this nation. So just please take the time. That'd be great. Anyway, so today, a good salad day. I had a nice little cookout. I had some good food. As I said, nice weather and just enjoying things right now. So it's peaceful. I got the, uh, again, windows open. I feel like anytime I could have the windows open, it's just going to be a solid episode. The one thing I worry about this episode is I realize I don't have anything to drink with me, so I might be sputtering at the end and gasping for air. We'll see how it goes, but, you know, as I said, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, but, yeah, well, one of the things, though, that I'm happy about is I've talked about how nice the weather it was, but I'm telling you, Thursday and Friday were absolutely terrible weather days. Thursday being the absolute worst. So, for Thursday, basically the whole day, it was about 42 degrees and rainy. And so, I had to cover a game for the paper... Uh, I'm not going to say where, because I was thinking pregame, I'm like, you know, if I call their fan base dumbasses, and then they find my, uh, well, I mean, granted, I do kind of say my name, and 
but I mean, whatever. Uh, I had to cover a game, and, uh, had to cover a game. I'm just trying to be about as vague as possible and try to work my way through this. Ah, screw it, there's probably no one listening from there anywhere, but anyway, uh, they, uh, I had to cover a soccer match. Uh, so, it started... So kind of weird, the, the JV game they called uh, in the 89th, or in the 79th minute, it's like, why, why wouldn't you just let them go one more minute? It was a tie game, it's like, let them just play out, I get you want to get the people off the field because it's cold. But anyway, absolutely cold, rainy night. Good game though between two sides, but absolutely cold, windy, so about 40 degrees, 20 to 25 mile an hour wind gusts, uh, and just this annoying mist basically. That would you just pierce through your skin because of the wind, and it was just cold and very wet, and it was not fun to be outside, right? But as I said, the soccer match was kind of close, right? And so I'm working the sidelines, taking some pictures. I kind of was like, screw it, I'm not gonna wreck a camera. Uh, shooting in the rain just wasn't worth it, so I just watched the game because I went to go talk with the coach afterwards. Uh, and so. I'm watching the game, and I'm just kind of a neutral observer. You know, I would like the team that I'm covering to win because, you know, it's like, hey, they won, something cool to write about. If they lose, I'm not going to be like, oh, shucks. Like, I don't have a bias towards the teams, really, like I do with Milton. There are some teams that I hope I lose. Uh, so I'm like, I'll pull for, like, one side occasionally, like, more than the other. But, like, I'm not, like, completely biased in it, right? But I feel like one of the things that's going to frustrate me with this job when I'm working, like, the sidelines is having to listen to these fans harp on the officials. I had to listen to this one guy uh, who was kind of, like, by me. I could see him, right? He would make, like, the most passive-aggressive side comments I probably have heard anytime there is a call. Uh, let's say, let's have it be called both ways, sir. Uh, you missed that one down on the end, like... Not, like, yelling about it, but he said it at, like, the perfect time where you could hear him, but he wasn't, like, uh, being, like, an overly obnoxious douche about it. But it was still pissing me off because, as I said, about 40 degrees, rainy, cold, it's hard enough finding officials as is because they take already enough verbal crap from all these fans and players as is, and so to, I feel like to have these guys work in uh, those conditions, I'm going to hats off to you guys. And especially as someone that's like, okay, I've watched soccer before, I've played soccer, I know like what's a foul and what's not. I thought the guy was pretty consistent. I thought there were like some moments where it's like, yeah, maybe I would have went with that call or maybe I would have went a different way. But like it was pretty obvious. So like every time the one team would commit a foul, the guy would be like, all right, you missed that call down there, sir. It's like, Okay, yeah, he missed that call, but that call was pretty important. I remember there was one where, like, uh, these two girls are fighting for a ball, right? And you could kind of tell it was more the girl uh, went down on her own. It wasn't like she was forced down. But, you know, anytime someone goes down in soccer, they're opposing their fan base automatically assumes, well, that's a clear foul. No, it's not. It's like... She kind of pretty much went down on her own. It's what conditions. She kind of slipped. Yeah, maybe there could have been an arm extension, but it's like, that's, like, very touchy, right? But then a couple minutes are, like, literally, like, 
couple steps later, the girl that stole the ball just gets absolutely laid out. This girl, this girl lowers the shoulder and drills the person. And so obviously, the ref's going to blow the whistle, gives her a yellow card, and she's like arguing with the call. I'm like, that's a pretty egregious foul. Like, yeah, that's a foul and a yellow card because you went in pretty aggressively. And like, that's the def- textbook definition of a yellow. You went in dangerously. And she's arguing with the call, and the ref had to ask her like three times, please step off the field, please step off the field. And the one guy that I've been hearing the entire night goes, all right, you're going to call that one, but you missed the one down there. And it's like, yeah, he's going to call that one because that one was a lot worse than the previous one. You can't just run over someone uh, in the middle of the street, and then when the officer pulls you over for it, you can't go, ah, so you see me hitting that pedestrian, but did you see that guy littering back there? It's like, he's going to focus on the more important issue. Not equivalating uh, a guy getting ran over to uh, a soccer match call, but it's like, you know, there's clearly a difference between the two. And so it's like, they always come out, granted they didn't do the pregame introductions, that game, they just got the game going right away, which is kind of nice because of how cold it was. Again, cannot stress how shitty of a night it was, and everyone was freezing cold. And you could even see, like, the ref is clearly soaked. It's like, he's doing the best he can. It's shitty conditions. There is no VAR in high school soccer. It's just like, oh, my God, dude. Like, not every call is going to go over. You want to know what? You go out there and you try to be a neutral observer to the game, right? No, because I... Everyone is not as good as a ref as that guy. And, like, again, I'm not saying that every official is great. I have dealt with some shitty-ass officials in my lifetime of playing soccer. Like, some are great. Some are really god-awful. You try not to harp on the bad ones. And, like, I have seen some, like, I nine as just, like, uh, a player. Like, I remember some have been, like, really bad. I kid you not, one year we played... Uh, I'll say Baraboo because, uh, fuck Baraboo. Um, go take another picture with all you guys giving the, uh, white power salute. Uh, you jerks. But anyway, Baraboo, right? Terrible city. I don't like Baraboo. I have beef with Baraboo. Uh, glad that they have the Wisconsin, uh, Devil's Lake. That's nice. Uh, but Baraboo, uh, they've had some moments with racism. Granted, every city in Wisconsin has had, but there are, like, some moments where I'm like, you're kind of a sketchy city. Anyway, we go down, we go play a JV game uh, up in Baraboo, right? Kicking the shit out of them because they suck. Anyway, all of a sudden it starts turning into one of the most lopsided games I've ever seen. Because you want to know why? One of the Baraboo players' brother is somehow roughing the game. It's like, how in God's green earth did he get assigned this game? And so, obviously, the calls start becoming pretty shitty and one lopsided and everything like that. And so they start giving us red cards and stuff like that. And we're nearly getting into a fight with Baraboo. At, like, at the end of the game, there's nearly a fight that broke out. Luckily, I pulled one of my buddies off to the side. But then I should have probably just let him go at the kid. Because I found out that the kid, uh, I told him to go fucking kill himself. In which, honestly, I probably should have went over and clocked, or cleaned his clock. But I didn't because I'm very much a pacifist. I avoid confrontation like it's the plague. Quickly pulled my buddy away. And I'm glad I did because, you know... Wanted to just have cooler heads prevailed and everything like that. But does that guy get a yellow card? No! My teammate gets the yellow card. It's like, for what? For pushing the kid after he throws mud at him and tells him to go kill himself? Like, who? who? Like, the ref is supposed to be the neutral bystander. So we pull him away. We win the game, whatnot. 
seven nothing. As I said, Baraboo got awful. Rainy night though, right? Shitty weather conditions. Then as we're leaving, I think some of like the Baraboo fans started like heckling us and talking shit. So we started talking shit back. And it's just like, what? I hate this city. And then anyway, you go to the varsity game. The two JV refs that ref the JV game are going to go uh, to the varsity game. And so uh, they do that. And again, so the brother with like ties to Baraboo. Again, another lopsided game. That was the only game our head coach was like, yeah. It literally told the papers. That was one of the most worst officiating games I have ever seen. We got, there was like 10 yellow cards. I think one of our assistant coaches got a red card. And just a complete, like one of our players slid off the field because he was injured. And he walked over and gave the injured guy a yellow card. I'm telling you, just absolutely complete bias. So again, I cannot stress you enough. I have seen some shithead refs. I thought like the ref that we had at State, the one where we got blown out, I thought he was bad. But, I mean, granted, we still played, like, shit. Not saying that, like, if we would have had, like, the greatest refs ever, it would have made a difference. But, like, that guy was, like, pissed about something. But, you know, nothing really you can do. Not, like, something we could be, like, point to. Like, Barry Boer was like, yeah, that was clearly uh, egregious where the ref had a vendetta against us. Uh, I covered um, a state championship uh, this year for the alternate spring. The ref there was kind of shit. And I say that as not only he missed a couple of calls, but he was arguing with one of the players. And it's like, I feel like as if you're a ref, your thing should be uh, de-escalating a situation. But he's like chirping back and forth with the guy. And I get, yes, you have the power to make calls and you want to be right on everything. But your whole thing should be de-escalating. And, like, I even saw uh, another ref when I was covering uh, a girl soccer match, different girl soccer match. Side, uh, working the sidelines so like I could hear it and like girl disagreed with the call and like the ref instantly got on it right away the sideline was like what did you say blah 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 you can't speak blah 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 and it's like okay you can disagree with the call and like you can say like no I thought it was off you at the end of the day it's just one guy making a decision uh, they're gonna try to do it the best they can and they gotta roll with it again there is no instant replay they can turn to uh which, honestly, it's kind of nice not having VAR there, but it's like, they're just trying to do their job, all right? And so this whole thing that we got to harp on officials, like, there was a previous podcast episode, I believe one of the last ones that I put out before uh, the pandemic got really shitty, um, where it was like, you know, it's not your, it's not the ref's fault that your team sucks, uh, or most of the time. Again, like, you have situations, like, where I talk about with Baraboo, where it's like, yeah, that shouldn't happen where a sibling's brother gets to ref the game, and then, because at that point, it just turns dangerous. If you're a ref and you can't control, um, a physical game, like, that can get very dangerous very fast. And so, like, refs gotta be there to, like, be a neutral bystander and de-escalate the situation. And so, like, they always have, you know, the WIA gives, like, the whole thing, like, these refs have been ch- chosen because they have passed the credentials to have, to do this, and they don't have any bias. Like, literally, just, when I go to cover a game, man, I really, like, yeah, I would like to see my team win, but I'm not going to be like, or I think maybe there's one time where I was like, jeez, like, make, I was like, oi, I, I said, like, oi to myself. I didn't go like, hey, ref, you suck. It's like. You know, I want to see a good game, and, like, 
it's just harping on officials is dumb. I feel like there's, and again, but I've also had some really positive refs before. Um, I thought the one a couple weeks ago that I was calling, like, was, like, firm in his decisions, was, like, I'm going with this because she did this. And, like, he was firm about it. And, like, he didn't take crap. But also, too, he was, like, very, uh, very, like, firm, but, like, would explain things. And I really like that because a big thing is communication. And, like, uh, I believe... Um, one of the keepers got hurt, so they had to put in a backup keeper, and he was, like, really, like, uh, like, hey, you can do this, just don't do this, blah, 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 and, like, explaining the rules, and it's, like, that's important, because, again, you gotta remember, high school athletes, they're just children still, they're, a lot of them are still learning the game, not all of them are gonna be superstars, and so, it's just, like, you know, be firm in your decision, this is why I did it, yes, you don't have to take crap, but you gotta also remember, you're there to de-escalate the situation. You know, and some of them do a really good job of that. Some of them don't. But I think it's just dumb to rip on a ref. Uh, and it makes me mad because, again, there's a ref shortage. And if there's no refs, then the games don't get played. So you can harp on them all you want. But if there's no refs, then the game's not going to get played. And so to be constantly on an official uh, for every call that he makes, I think, is really dumb. Especially in shitty weather. It's like... Do you not see what's going on, man? It's high school sports. Like, take, like, you don't have to be a douche about it. And just the fact that it was just like, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna call that, sir? Like, you're gonna do that? Like, I'm all for, like, you know, yelling and stuff. Like, I'm all fine with, like, people going like, oh, what? And, like, that is understandable because it's just voice and opinion. Like, you can do that if you disagree with it, but don't just constantly harp on them where you're like, you suck, ref. It's like, because then it's just like no one's winning in that situation. And so, again, also, too, I've seen, like, you know, uh, some where it's like they've had blown calls. Blown calls are part of the game. But it's like you just got to be, like, relaxed with them. And also, too, I feel like if I was a coach, I'd be like, let me talk to the officials. You guys don't. I will work with them. But, like, also, too, like, not being a prick about it. Now, granted, there's, like, some stuff, too, I'm thinking back to... I don't think I was on JV when it happened, but I remember hearing about it where uh, the JV team back in my day was uh, playing a game and they're down like 2-1, to one, and it was like one of the last minutes or something, and a kid shot the ball, and a defender, not the goalie, literally went up and like smacked it down with his like two hands, and the refs didn't call it. Like, that one's pretty egregious where it's like, yeah, that should be like that's, like, a pretty bad mess-up. Like, if they miss, like, an offside call, like, slightly, like, that's something you can't worry about. If they miss a holding call or something like that, like, you just gotta let it go. If there's something, like, completely outrageous, like, yeah, I could see, like, harping on them there, but it's, like, at that point, like, just what's the point? It is a high school game, man. It really does not matter. Yeah, it helps build character in these kids' lives, but, like, if you're if you're a parent and you're just harping on the officials, that's showing your kid, ah, you can just scapegoat people and you'll be fine. Like, nah, you gotta take accountability. As I said earlier, we lost state seven to nothing. We lost because we sucked. We did not play well that game. Whitefish Bay was the better team. Yes, were the did the refs have some bad calls? Yes. But did they clearly affect the game to where we maybe have a different chance now. 
Like, that's me taking ownership of the fact that, you want know what, we lost. What can you do about it? But instead, a lot of people are like, nah, I want to blame the refs. And again, it's like, again, college pros, maybe that's a different story. Uh, MLB umpires are one of the worst right now with the strike zones. Uh, very inconsistent. You have guys like Angel Hernandez, who suck. Uh, he's probably going to sue me after hearing his name on this podcast. Uh, but again, I would just like to point out, Angel Hernandez, you suck. Um, and then Joe West, too, uh, who literally makes the game about himself, too. So again, not saying like there's all umps are perfect angels, but it's like for high school refs, just let them slide, man. Or like even like, again, as someone that went to a Division three school, Division three refs may not be the best. And like to just constantly like give them abuse and shit, it's just dumb. I remember like one woman in like uh, Oshkosh Whitewater team was like, getting, like, super upset at, like, the refs. It's like, lady, take a fucking chill pill, sit the fuck down, and enjoy the rest of the game. Like, she was like, oh, come on, are you kidding me? It's like, lady, it was a slight no call when the guy was driving the lane. It's not like the guy drove the lane and took a clothesline from hell from John Bradshaw Layfield himself. Like, he drove the lane, or, I don't know, something happened where it was, like, a slight ticky-tacky call or something. Everyone like, <laughs> It's like, it is in the middle of the second quarter. Like, please calm the fuck down. Yes, there are some stuff where I'd be like, yeah, I'd be pissed about that. Like, if a guy, or like, if a guy or girl just literally pulled out a gun and shot someone in the kneecaps and they don't call it, yeah, I would be pretty pissed about that. But like, the egregious stuff they're gonna call. Like, just as long as they get the egregious stuff, fine. But like, if they miss like something slightly, it's like, is that really going to have an effect on the game? No. So, I heard, so I was just like, you want to know what? I'm putting that guy in the podcast because it's not nice to rip on people for trying to do their job, especially when it's in shitty weather. It makes me mad. You want to know what else makes me mad? When you call an elevator... And you have multiple elevators to go to, but the furthest one comes down to you, so you have to wait a minute. So as someone that worked in a hospital for a hot minute, uh, one of the things that was not fun was uh, when you go up to the elevator, you got about four sets of elevators to choose from. You hit the up arrow on it, anyway, you look at all the floor numbers, and granted, maybe they're picking up patients on a different floor. Then all of a sudden, it's like the one from the seventh floor would come down to pick you up. It's like, oh, why can't the one from the second floor come get me or the one from the first floor? But, you know, I didn't go to school uh, to learn how to run an elevator. I learned how to broadcast. I learned how to do this. Uh, So maybe I got to go back to school uh, and relearn how how elevators work. Uh, But I was just like, you know, I feel like maybe there's something better than this. Especially, like, if you're in a rush, too. It's like, ah, crap, I gotta go uh, get up to the floor or something else, so I'm gonna be late. But then, like, you take a minute or two on the elevator, I'm telling you, like, that's, in a hospital, that's pretty serious right there. But, you know, uh, I'm not working in a hospital no more, so uh, I guess I really don't have to deal with that. But I was just like, you know, that does kind of make me mad when it's like... I think back to my time at Whitewater, and I'm glad I've thought about this because I can stretch this out a lot further and run with this idea. So you got two sets of elevators at uh, when you're in the dorm, or the dorm I lived in at least. Shout out to uh, Wells East, I want to say. Maybe it was Wells West. 
Yeah, I want to say it was Wells West. Shit, you want to know I'm going to have to ask my roommate. Was it Wells East or Wells West that we lived at? I want to say it was Wells West. Uh, but anyway, uh, eight, eight floors. Or, wait, no. Oh, shit, it was ten because we lived on the eighth floor. <sighs> Which was woof. Anyway, two elevators, mind you, right? So, if you got ten floors to work with, the elevators are going to take some time, right? So, like, if you're up on the ninth floor and, like, you got to call... Uh, the elevator, and it's got to come from the ground floor, or it's going to take a hot minute, right? And so, when it, it would always piss me off, uh, when, like, someone on, like, one of the lower ground floors, uh, my uh, mindset was just, alright, fourth floor and up should automatically get the elevators. Like, if you got to use the elevator, fine. Totally understand that, because that's walking up a lot of stairs. Uh, but if you're on, like, second or first floor, unless, like, you're carrying something, if you're doing, like, laundry, totally, sure, I'll allow it, but if you uh, are on like the third floor or the second floor and you take the elevator down uh, because, as sorry, I just watched my mom drive past with the dogs in the white truck. That was very cute. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the things that pisses off is like you only got two elevators, so like they need to like kind of uh, be. What's the word I'm looking for? You want them to be, like, not being used so much. So, like, if someone on the third floor decides that they need to take an elevator down two floors, uh, one, that's time-consuming time for the elevator. Uh, but also, two, you could easily walk it, you lazy ass. How about you take down the quick little flights? Like, not that hard. I've been on, like, the third, gone from, like, third floor to first floor, simply taking the stairs. It's literally quicker! And shit, I kid you not. One of the times that pissed me off the most at Whitewater. On the eighth floor. Taking it down. Stopped. Had to pick up some people on, like, seventh, sixth floor, right? We're getting down. We're getting to the end, right? We think we're gonna make it all the way to the one, right? Then we're able to get off. Nope, gotta stop at three. Because these lazy, uh, fat people wanted to... Get on the elevator, and then the one is like, why are we taking the elevator? Because we can literally just take the stairs. And so, like, they're arguing, and then they decide, oh, we're not even going to take the elevator. We're just going to take the stairs. Which, well, one, shout out to that guy for being like, um, we should take the stairs. Yes, you should. Uh, but anyway, they literally caught the elevator. It didn't take the elevator down. And so, we all literally just were in the elevator. Elevator stops, opens up the door. Watched them have, like, the, like, argument, and then literally saw them take the stairs down. So it was like, cool. We literally just wasted 10 seconds taking, uh, having the elevator, like, have to stop, open the doors, wait, close the door, and then head back down. When we could have literally been down by then. And guess what? It took the exact same time for them to take the, uh, stairs down as it did, because the elevator got down at the same time they did. And guess what that proves? It doesn't make a time frame, like shorter taking the elevator it just makes it easier for everyone it helps free up the elevators and like they literally kind of like the ras would be like it wouldn't be the rule it's just kind of like a courtesy like hey don't use the elevator so much if you're on uh the like first through or second or third floor like just take the stairs and, like, it helps make the elevators, one, go faster than not being used as much, not having to start and stop. Now you just have these dumbasses that are like, yeah, we're going to take the elevator. It's like, how about you walk? Instead of having, and, like, instead of making it longer for people already up on the eighth floor, like, I, 
one time I literally walked up the stairs because I had a hamper of clothes, but one of the elevators was out, and I'm like, well, shit, I'm not waiting in this long line. It was a bitch to get up the stairs, but I made it. So if I could walk up eight flights, then I think you could do the two steps. So I hope that's not the thing still at Whitewater. I hope people have realized uh, uh, that they should just take the stairs. And if they don't, then I think personally they should be sprayed with a garden hose. Again, if you want people to stop doing these small dumb things that piss you off, a garden hose is a great opportunity to just spray them and then they'll understand what they did wrong. So, I hope the people that, if any of them took the elevator on the third floor down to the first floor because they were lazy or took it from the first floor to the third. That was also one of the worst where it's like, alright, uh, you go in the elevator. What floor? Alright, seven, six, ten, what floor? Three? Everyone just literally stops and glares because it's like, really? We're gonna have to go up two floors and then stop for you because you can't walk up the stairs, really? Oh, that pissed me off. It would piss me off. And another thing that makes me mad, it's gonna be one of the last things I'm probably gonna talk about today because as I said, it's kind of a nice night and I kind of want to enjoy it just a little bit more. Uh, one of the things that would make me mad, as I said, I worked in a hospital at one point. Uh, and I worked as a housekeeper. One of the things that I would have to do is go collect the trashes in, like, offices and stuff like that. And you want to know what makes me mad? When people don't properly recycle. And I get sometimes you don't always are able to properly recycle things. And it's very finicky on what can be taken and what can't. Uh, but it's pretty obvious that there's some stuff that can't be recycled. If you put tissues in a recycling bin that clearly says paper only... Uh, are you not able to properly read instructions? Uh, did you not graduate from a third grade reading level? Do you not know what is in a tissue? Do you not know why it is not recyclable? Because when you blow, especially when you blow into a tissue, you have snot and all that fun mucus. That can't be recycled. That's literally contaminated. It has to go in the trash. But one time I was changing, uh, offices and stuff and bagging trash and stuff like that. And it's like... What do I see? Just people, I like the tissues in there. I'm like, really? Or like, I'll see, uh, like a clear plastic bottle thrown in the trash. It's like, that could be easily recyclable. Or, when you walk down and there's literally a designated, like, cans and bottles trash can that's literally fitted to have cans and bottles be thrown into it. And people put shit that doesn't go in there. It's like, damn it, find the regular trash bin for it. This is a hospital, people. You know how, like... What stuff we have to recycle, we can't be not recycling properly. And recycling is important because if you can do it, great. You know, help out the environment as best we can, right? But you got these people that just don't look. And then they throw shit in that doesn't go in, right? And, like, I understand, like, yeah. Like, I think back to the times in Whitewater, like, not everything could properly be recycled. But it's like... Or, like, sometimes we want to throw everything in there the correct way. But it's, like, that's pretty obvious. There's some stuff that doesn't go in a recycling bin. It is literally there to recycle things. So that way we can reuse it and not use more product uh, making it. And so it would just blow my mind when I would be going through stuff and see a thing that says paper only. And see, uh, 
someone's lunch thrown in there. It's like, um, that does not go in there because we cannot recycle your lunch, lady. Please put that in the trash. That's the one thing that I ask of you. And so I wanted, and like, they would send out emails like, hey, make sure you're putting shit in the proper spot. People, nah. No, if they put my tissues in there, that can't be recycled. No, it can't, man. Or it's like, uh, people would recycle, like, try to recycle, like, coffee, paper coffee cups. And it's like, uh, no, that cannot be recycled, uh, because the paper is now wet and you have your germs on it. Uh, and so that cannot be recycled. Now, if it was, like, a normal piece of paper, a paper cup that wasn't used, sure, I could see that. But, like, it clearly has, like, been used already. And so I get, I'm not perfect with recycling either. I just try to recycle when I can. And I definitely try to reuse things. Uh, reusing is the big thing, I feel like. I hope as, like, a society we learn that we're able to, like, reuse stuff. I always like, uh, making, like, scrap paper for my mom because it's like, you know, you don't need to take out a whole na notebook paper for a little note or something. Uh, but if you have, like, a scratch piece of paper that's already been used once and you write down, like, that's... That's better than just simply tossing the paper in the garbage. So, shout out to the people that are properly recycling out there. You're the real MVPs. But, just some of the people that... Where it's like, yeah, we don't care. It's like, you... You make my job harder, sir. Or ma'am. I don't... Uh... I don't pick a gender and think, automatically assume that they're not recycling. I don't know what it could be, but I'm just like, you know... You could just properly recycle. And we literally have stuff that's designated. We have, like, paper slots. Literally, where you can only put paper in there. And what do people do? Well, I'll put a banana peel in there. It's like, no, that does not go in there. We cannot recycle a banana peel. We can put it in, like, a composter. Sure, it can break down. But we damn sure ain't gonna be able to reuse it. Or, like, we're not gonna be able to make something from it. That's one of the things I've learned, too, with, like, uh... Uh, sometimes instead of recycling plastics, it's just made into, like, different things, like a plastic bench or something like that. It's, like, oh, like, still better than nothing, and it's, like, how, but it's, like, for someone that, like, throws, like, tissues in a recycling bin, it's, like, you really think we're gonna be able to make a plastic bench out of your recycled, out of your tissues? No. Matter of fact, I need those tissues because I'm crying at how much stuff we don't re properly recycle or reuse, so. It's, like, come on, people, it's. Start taking care of the planet. We only got one planet, so. That's what I'm gonna do, though. I'm gonna go outside and enjoy, uh, in this nice last little bit of the weather. Because I gotta get up early in the morning. Uh, so I wanna go out and walk around and enjoy this nice little night. But thank you guys for listening to episode 80 of What Makes Me Mad. I hope I have been the voice to get you guys through quarantine. Uh, if I was the voice to get you through quarantine, uh, I am sorry, uh, that I would not want to ride with me as a person to get me through quarantine, uh, there have probably been some funny moments on the What Makes Me Mad podcast, uh, but also too, uh, there's also been some stuff where I've been like, man, if I had to listen to me go for about, uh, fuck, how many episodes have I, was it when I started, I want to say I have done like. 50 episodes almost with COVID and everything going on. So, just, yeah. That's been a journey. So, if you, if we have been through this journey together, 
Uh, hopefully, we are getting to the end here in the U.S. Uh, stay strong, other nations. Uh, I've seen some places are kind of getting hit with, like, the third wave, kind of. Or, like, I don't know. Some have got, like, third wave. Some have got, like, a massive second wave. I just saw that Argentina, the Copa America, is getting moved from there uh, because they're getting hit uh, pretty hard. And so instead of moving it to, like, a more, like, area that's, like, I don't want to say secure, but, like, an area more equipped, that, like, that's handling COVID better, uh, like, Argentina's on the upswing. They move it to Brazil, and Brazil has just not given a flying fuck about the pandemic, or, like, their leadership, I should say, has not given a flying fuck about the pandemic, and so they're getting rocked with, like, about 80,000 cases a day or something like that, so it's like, you know, I get, uh, Argentina's on the upswing. But moving them to Brazil, where they have more COVID cases, and they also have, like, that Brazilian variant that's, like, more contagious. So it's like, I really don't think that's the smart move. But again, I'm not in charge, so, you know, I can't tell them how to do things. If I was in charge, I tell you what, a lot more things would be going a lot more smoothly. That's all what I can say. So... Shout out to the people that think I should be in charge of stuff. That's why I'm glad I have this platform where I can be like, see, I think that's wrong and criticize it, but I don't have to be in the position to take ownership when something goes wrong. So I think that's very important. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to What Makes Me Mad, and I will see you next time. Thank you.